Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Inshallah, in each episode, our goal is to bring you ideas related to all things, the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us, and more importantly, how to break the bad habits that hold you back and make good ones for successful changes so that you can become healthier happier smarter wiser stronger and the best or greatest version of yourself inshallah one habit at a time starting with you and me today thank you for listening enjoy the podcast أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري واحلل أقطة من لساني يفقه قولي أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين all praise and all thanks due to Allah hi everyone I hope you are all good and well in good health and imam of faith inshallah and in today's episode I would like to bring your attention to another wonderful book this book is called Better than before, and the subtitle is Mastering the Habits of Our Everyday Life. It's by a wonderful writer, Gretchen Rubin. Gretchen Rubin is a New York Times bestseller of another couple of books, The Happiness Project and Happier at Home. And she's a keen student of human nature, and particularly her favorite topic is happiness. And interestingly, the story behind her stumbling upon developing a great interest in human nature and particularly happiness is quite an interesting story basically what happened was she told the story that one day and she was she was on her way to work one april rainy day on a crowded bus in her favorite city new york city and suddenly boom she had a realization that the years were slipping by in her lives and then she asked herself what do i want from life Then she answered herself and she said, I want to be happier. And then that moment was the and kick-started basically her interest in human nature and happiness. She's a highly educated and intelligent writer. And she was a lawyer turned writer whose great interest, like I mentioned, is human nature and happiness nowadays. And it was all started from that moment when she had that realization that the years in her life were slipping by. And... I find that interesting because do you remember I mentioned that I'm interested in the role our mindset and motivation plays in our ability and willingness to change, particularly our thoughts and the key role it plays in in, in all our mental life, that self-motivation, emotional intelligence, self-control, decision-making and so on and forth. I've already mentioned that in previous episodes. So it's interesting how she, because remember, I also mentioned that they say your life today is because of your thinking yesterday and your life tomorrow will be because of your thinking today. And it was by that realization that kick-started this journey of hers. And now she's wrote these best-selling books um, which have helped, which has helped millions of people become happier and because she's a great writer. And remember, I mentioned also that we said in, in our previous discussion in episodes that we said that even though As human beings, we are amazing creatures with diverse qualities. What we all want is the same. We all want the peace and the tranquility of the human mind and the happiness and satisfaction of the human heart and the fulfillment of our soul. 
a superior that's what everyone wants <laughs> and because Allah said Aushachi Allah bidikrilai tadma innul qulub truly do hearts find rest in the remembrance of Allah so really true happiness satisfaction and fulfillment comes with your depends on your relationship spiritually with your creator of course in the life of this world and even though even those who don't believe in you know Allah or who don't believe in the existence of God Allah promised them that he will give them an, uh, an enjoyment a, sh- a temporary enjoyment in the life of this world quick mataran like quick brief passing enjoyment because the life of this world is glitter and glamour so obviously as human beings and we are attracted to wirelessly <laughs> that's the test in it that's the test that's part of the test so anyway she's looking for happiness just like everybody else and that's how she stumbled up on it she's a great writer and and this book and this book is an excellent book and it's got lots of habit formation tactics strategies and so on and forth and methods but what i do want to do i want to share with you inshallah um one idea one very interesting idea and it's in the first part of the book the first section which is interestingly called self knowledge and we've already mentioned the importance of self knowledge self understanding and self awareness so she says that she's come up with a nice little framework and called the four tendencies I remember tendencies are just a fancy word for habits they're just the habits of mind habits of the heart habits of the soul and so on and forth and you and we mentioned that it's just your personality basically right so she's come up with this framework she calls it the four tendencies she says that each one of us fits into one of these and it's important to understand this because when it comes to making habit change it, it really does have an impact on which one you fall on and the reason why these four tendencies really matter is because depending on which one you are it really does make a difference on whether you kickstart the change and make it less of course and the reason why she says that is whenever we set a goal to break a bad habit or to make a good habit because the whole book is about that is is about how we can make good habits and break bad habits and it's also kind of like self help memo she shares her story and research and investigation but she believes and i agree with her that we can all learn something from each other so she said she basically shares through the narrative of her own life experience but sharing us what she's learned and what she's discovered so these four tendencies she says that each one of us falls into one of these four tendencies whenever we set a goal to break a bad habit to make a good habit we set an expectation and there's two types of expectation the first type of expectation is outer expectation and inner expectation so the first types of tendencies are these upholders upholders are the kind of people who fulfill their outer expectation such as like for example a deadline they meet a deadline if they promise you something they fulfill it and if they set themselves a goal or a target they also fulfill it because they are upholders they uphold to their expectation and this is the ideal situation for a muslim person because the perfect upholder was our prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam before his prophethood he was al-amin the trustworthy so if they can rely on themselves families friends and all other people can rely on them and the second type of tendencies or people are questioners questioners are the kind of people who wake up and they ask and what do i need to do and why they are 
they they're rational they like logic and reasoning and purpose so if they have a good reasoning to do something they will meet their expectations so if you told them to do something they will ask you why if you give them a good reason they're motivated by a good reason basically logic so if you ask them to do something and it makes sense to them they will do it and they themselves if they were questioned for example in for or for example like now if there's a traffic light in the middle of the night they will if they will not sit there they will say why do i have to wait for this traffic light it's free in the morning there's no traffic it doesn't make sense they'll go through the traffic lights <laughs> where upholders on the other hand will not you know because they're upholders the expectation outer expectation if they're sitting in the traffic light at 3 a.m in the morning they will not they will wait for the light to change questioners will wonder why am i sitting here three in the morning and boom if there's no traffic no makes no sense don't go through the red light <laughs> Right? So that's questioners, and questioners are always asking questions. So are you a upholder or are you a questioner? Ask that yourself. There's a question. <laughs> the third type of tendency, she's discovered that obligators. Obligators are people who meet outer expectations. So like, for example, they'll meet deadlines. If somebody asks them to do something, they'll do it. But if they never meet, they struggle to meet their own and. Uh, in expectations so for example somebody wants to lose weight they they just will procrastinate they will not make the time or the effort to do it but if somebody if they get a coach for example if they hire a coach which is a good thing to know if they are obligated if you're an obligator which is a good thing to know if an obligator gets a coach or external accountability then they will do that so that person will not lose weight in if they are if the expectation is for them to do their eating healthy and exercising but if there's an outside accountability external accountability i mean they will do it so it's good to know that's why we said well there's three things that's extremely hard metal diamond and to know yourself and the fourth type of people or tendency in our framework is rebels rebels are the kind of people who obviously rebel against everything they're the kind of people who wake up and think what do i want to do <laughs> and they, they like freedom and choice. They don't like rules and regulation. And they don't obey external expectation and, and even internal obligation. So in other words, they don't like outer control and they even in trouble against themselves, self-control. So that's the four types of people. So for example, if you're a, a rebel and your doctor tells you to take a medicine, do you think you're going to do it? You would have done it before, but just because the doctor said to take the medication, you must take this medication, no way. Being a rebel tendency, because that's your habit of heart and habit of mind, you'll never do it. And the greatest rebel, of course, in, in from Islamic history was, of course, Abu Jahil, the Prophet Sallallahu uncle. He knew the truth, but he was a rebel by nature. And so he rebelled against the Prophet Sallallahu if, you're, if you have an arrogant tendency, you'll rebel against even the truth. Even if the messengers of, if God sent the messenger, you'll rebel against him. That's how much of a rebel you are. Sometimes no rebels are needed if they have a cause, a good cause. <laughs> That's why, for example, a lot of the companions were rebels, but they were rebels without a cause. They used to, even lots of Somalian people are rebels as well, but they're rebels without no cause. Sometimes all the wrong cause, like, tribalism or qabiyalid so 
So sometimes, and even if you look at our young Somalian guys, there's a lot of young Somalian kids who are rebels by nature and they're the kind of kids who get excluded from school. So, and then they get into gangs and stuff like this. But if you can direct those little rebels to a good cause, <laughs> you know, to a worthy cause, then that's you need that. You need innovation and, and you know, innovation even comes from people who rebel against fools in terms of like, they don't like the status quo. They're always investigating and, and innovation. That's how you get innovation and breakthroughs. So in other words, we do need rebels, but you have to have a bit of rebel with a good cause, right? Anyway, also, if you are somebody who helps other people, it's good to know this. Like, for example, if you're a parent or a teacher or a coach or a therapist or a doctor, it's good to know whether your kids, your students or your clients or your patients, in the case of a doctor, to get to know, are they upholders, are they questioners, are they obligators, are they rebels, so that you can... If you're a manager or a leader of a, some sort of then so you can, you know, learn how to deal with these people. Because you don't want to, if, for example, if you're a parent or a teacher and you've got a little rebel student or son, <laughs> you don't you don't want to be saying the wrong things. You want to be able to, you know, find a way to be able to sweet talk them and let them make decisions kind of ways, you know. And the other thing as well is each one of these, of course, has got its own downside or negative aspects. For example, if you're an upholder and you follow through on everything, for example, there's a story of a lady who's a upholder and she went on a tourist attraction in, uh, in Thailand. She planned to go there the next day and the night before she got food poisoning. Despite feeling sick, she still went. So that's why you need experience and wisdom to be able to know when is the right time and the right moment, you know. So because she was an upholder, she still wanted to follow through on her plan. <laughs> and the question is, so upholders also can make other people tired if they just, if they expect, for example, she, she herself is an upholder. Her husband is a questioner. So she, she likes rules and regulation to be followed in the house and her husband's always questioning her <laughs> so her husband's annoyed with her and she's annoyed with him because he's a questioner and so questioners so upholders and questioners tend to annoy other people with their behavior habits and likewise rebels as well but obligators are the only people who are actually annoyed by themselves by their habit because they feel like they make time for other people but they never make time for themselves they do what other people ask them to do, but they never do what they want to do. So they're kind of fixed and angry with themselves. But eventually there comes a day when they snap. <laughs> you don't want to be the day who asks them to do something and they snap on you. So be careful if you know any obligators in your family. And now maybe you can look through your own life. Are you an upholder? Are you a questioner? Are you an obligator? Or are you a rebel? Which tendency or nature or habit do you have? And what about your wife? Are you married to an upholder or a questioner or obligator or a rebel? <laughs> Inshallah. Also, this is a great book. I highly recommend you get it. It's got so many other habit formation tactics and strategies, so many ideas that I will share with you. So Inshallah. And of course, there's other different types of distinguish. Some of us are early morning. Some of us are afternoon people. Some of us are night owls. Some of us are in what she calls a marathon and we like to do things slowly and surely some of us are sprinters we like to get things done so we wait for the deadline and pressure and bam we get things done some of us are procrastinators 
we say tomorrow and tomorrow <laughs> and like that was and of course we're all different some of us like a simple life some of us like abundance and so on and forth that's why i said and i mentioned before there's three things that's extreme now metal diamond and to know yourself so it's only when you truly get to know yourself then you can create the habits and the tactics and strategies that that are suited to your nature to your tendencies and happiness and and a good life is as she mentions in the book are really and truly built on the foundations of who you are so inshallah think about that and and try to get to know yourself and like i mentioned i say a day in the life of a good habit is a happy one a day in the life of a bad habit is a unhappy one i would go even further as a miserable one so without further ado i'll conclude with this quote quote when we change our habits we change our lives we can use decision making to choose the habits we want to form we can use willpower to get the habit started then and this is the best part we can allow the extraordinary power of habits to take over we take our hands off the wheel of decision making our foot off the gas of willpower and rely on the cruise control of habit and that's the beauty of habit so inshallah that's it for today's episode so the book is called better than before and subtitle mastering the habits of our everyday lives by Gretchen Rubin her other book the happiness project is very interesting and I haven't read the happier at home maybe if you want to create a happier home with your and in your marriage with your kids maybe you can get that one too <laughs> inshallah habits and happiness and remember you don't decide your future you decide your habits and your habits will decide your future so in as muslims we have to create good habits that will benefit us in this life and the hereafter so that's it for today's episode inshallah i wish you success in this life and the hereafter and i ask allah to give us all rabbanatina fid dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qina adhab an-nar Oh Allah, give us good in this life and day after and safeguard us from the punishment of hellfire. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.